This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, after a short break, we're back in business. And this weekend, of course, we watched both the quarterfinals of the FA Cup and uh, very important matches in the Premier League. It's a very crowded and difficult season for players and coaches, but uh, a lot of things are happening. uh, And it's a great pleasure now to welcome... John Giles and Liam Brady, two of our greatest players, two of the greatest players who ever played the game anywhere in the world, and two of the best judges, without any doubt at all. Uh, John, let me start with you. I, I want to ask you about something quite remarkable. Erling Haaland. He scored two hat-tricks, one against um, Leipzig in the Champions League and one at the weekend. Uh, you know... It's unbelievable what this fella is doing, isn't isn't it? I just want your take on it. It, I mean, the record goes back to the 1930s. It's held by Dixie Dean, who scored 60 league goals, league goals for Everton. Uh, And we, all three of us would have grown up with the word knowing who Dixie Dean was. He was a, he was a true legend. Tell me about Haaland and what he's... He scored 42 goals in 37 league games, in 37 games, rather. And there's still, for City, I think, 11 or 12 games to go. 11, I think, in the Premier yeah. League. Have well, we yeah. ever seen anything like this guy? I haven't, Damon. Um, yeah. I would say Dixie Dean would be the last one doing this type of stuff, scoring 60 goals in the season. Uh, and the thing was, on, on the weekend, Damon... I think he came off for the last half hour. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> he could have scored another three at that particular time. But anyway, uh, no, I, I've never seen a, a goal scorer like him. I mean, there's been some great goal scorers. Jimmy Greaves over the years, as, as we know, uh, one of the great goal scorers. But nobody liked this guy. The way he scored, the amount of goals he scored, I mean, it's yeah. just, uh, just phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Liam, obviously, you played with some of the greatest players. In your own career, Frank Stapleton would have been a goal scorer at Arsenal when you were there. And I'm sure you, you played with many others and saw some great goal scorers in Italy, uh, Rossi, for example. But uh, home to Burnley, 6-0 win. The game against Leipzig also, uh, two hat-tricks in a week, 42 goals in 37 games. What do you make of him, Liam? Because I, unbel- I think it's unbelievable, particularly because I don't think City exactly play the way 
he'd like them to in terms of receiving the ball early and making those runs in behind defenders? Well, I think that's something that people churn out when he doesn't score and the, on yeah. the rare occasions he doesn't score. But, you know, they're making him plenty of chances, Eamon, aren't yes, they? Yes, of course, his, yes. His three goals on Saturday were first-time finishes. You know, he didn't th- have to think about it. He was So that tells you he's ready and uh, and his instincts are good or where the ball's going to go, yes. whether it's going to come back off the goalkeeper. So he's got all that and he's got the pace and strength as well to knock people about. He's great in the air. Um, he's got this pace. Uh, he's got a lovely left foot. He's he's calm in front of the goal. Uh, I'm going to say something now people might laugh at him. When I, w- I watched him at Highbury, or not Highbury, at the Emirates a few weeks ago, I wasn't that impressed with his general play, you yes. know? Yes, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he, he's not... He's not he doesn't catch the eye as being an, an elegant, skillful player. Yeah. But he's a force of nature, you know. Yes. And he really, he really uh, has this instinct of a, of a top goal scorer. Like you said, it's it's two hat tricks and there's actually eight goals in the last two games. He got five against Leipzig, you know what I mean? Yes. And, four, yes. you know, 42 goals and 30. He's had six hat tricks this year. Yes. So he's playing in a great team. There's no doubt about that. And they're making him plenty of chances uh, because they have such a tremendous forward line as well. So um, I think he'll break all the records this year, Eamon. I yep. think he'll get, he, he might get 60 goals. I don't don't think he'll get 60 league goals, but he might get 60 goals. Yes. But uh, phenomenal, phenomenal what we're seeing. No, I've never seen anything like him. I couldn't compare him with anybody that I've played with. Nobody scored that amount of goals that I played with. No, uh, John, let me just make, take up that point that Liam made. He does get a lot of goals in the box, and some of them in the six-yard box on the line. He has that fox-in-the-box thing. Dennis Law had it. Uh, well, I, w- I want to ask you. You tell me. You played with Dennis Law. You played against uh, Jimmy Greaves, who was another finisher, much more elegant, I think, probably than Haaland. Is there anyone in the game, you played with Alan Clark, who was a, a sniffer, they called him, because yeah. he sniffed out the chances and scored yeah. a lot of goals. Have you ever seen uh, anything like Haaland? No, I, they all have different attributes, Eamon, as yes. you know. Greaves was different to Law. Law was was one of the, the, the quickest players in the box that I've ever seen. And yes. brave, you know, aggressive. Jimmy Greaves was a was a, a a beautiful player, you know. Yes. Uh, he wasn't aggressive at all, but he could he could, could go past people. Uh, they were the two best I played against in my time. Uh, Alan Clark was a very good goal scorer, but he wasn't he wasn't in their league. But what's different about this guy, Emmett, is his physique. Yeah, massive. You know, he's as quick as Greaves. Yep. He's as good on the ball as Greaves. He's as aggressive when he has to be as as Law. Yeah. So he's got more attributes than any of the, 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 the lads that I played against who were great goal scorers. I've never seen anything like him. I mean, he's about six foot five, isn't he? Yeah, he's a big lad. Yeah. You know, and most, most lads that, that, uh, uh, have that physique, I mean, are not quick. They're not mobile. He's only 22. He's only yeah. 22. Uh, yeah. it's, but his actual physique is incredible. Yeah. For, for the, the, the movement and the quickness. He's, he's, he's left-footed, as we know, but he's not bad on his right foot when he has to get a goal as well. He's, scored, he's, he's a good header of the ball. He's yeah. quick. 
So he's got all the attributes. As long as the, the, the people at City or whoever he's playing with are putting it on to him, you know, yes. to finish, finish them off, damn it. Yeah. That's, that's the main thing. I think there was a time there where I think they've improved it by getting the ball quicker to him than they had been at one stage, stage of the season. And he was running around. He was making runs. He wasn't getting the ball. So I think uh, Guardiola has definitely got them to look up and to get it to him a lot quicker than they were getting it to him. Because once he's getting the chances, like all the great strikers, you have to make the chances for him. And, they, and his record shows you make the chances, he'll get the goals. No doubt about it. Yeah. Just a final point, uh, Liam, before we move on. He appears to be a really good lad. All the City players embrace him. He's smile on his face. There's no faux aggression stuff. He just uh, seems to be a super lad. His father, of course, was a, a professional player at Leeds and famously got involved with uh, Roy Keane, but we'll, we won't go there. But he appears to be... Liam, very popular with his teammates. I'm very happy when they score, if he's made it. Yeah, absolutely, Eamon. Yeah, he's a team player. Yes. He, he, uh, I think uh, it shows how he closes people down, how he, he makes it difficult for defenders. He's not just standing around thinking, well, just give me the ball. He wants to He wants to operate for his team as well. He wants to be a, a, a helpful in, in when, when the opposition have got the ball. Um, and uh, look, he's getting loads of chances uh, because of the players he has around him, you know. And this is this is why he probably he probably gets sixty goals this year. I mean, he's still in the FA Cup. He's yep. still in the he's still in the European uh, Champions League, and there's about ten, eleven league games to go. So you know, um, every chance he's going to break sixty. I think Van Nistelrooy, Mohamed Salah. Uh, Ronaldo, they've all got into the 40s in their time, but this guy is probably going to hit 50 or nearly 60. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right. Now let's move on to the league. The City game was a cup match. Uh, John, the league now is definitely crystallized into a two-horse race, Manchester City and Arsenal. Uh, yeah. Arsenal eight points clear. City have a game in hand. What do you make of this race, uh, John? Because my own feeling about it has kind of moved. I, I think City are the more experienced team. They've got more ammo if there are injuries and more big match experience. And they've been there before and won it. So right now, as we talk, I was t- mulling it over at the weekend. I think City will do them. What's your own opinion? Yeah, I wouldn't be sure about that, Eamon. No, I'm not uh, sure at all. I, mean, I don't want it to happen. No, sir, I, want to yeah. I, I didn't mean to make that yeah. expression. The, 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 what I see of Arsenal is very good. They are, they are in front, Eamon, as we know. Yeah. You know uh, City have to catch them. But they have those points, and they're not losing them. No, Any time no. I see Arsenal play, when they've been in a bit of trouble, they've kept their heads, they've played well, they've got out of the trouble, they've won again at the weekend. Uh, you know, I I think if I was putting a few bob on it now, Eamon, I think I'd go with Arsenal, to be right. honest. Right, Liam, uh, obviously your heart would be telling you one thing, and I wonder if your head is worried about City with the game in hand, effectively, it's a five-point lead. They have to play each other, don't they? Yes, in April, Eamon, yeah. Um, Where's that match? And, uh, Arsenal have to go to City. Right. Yeah, Arsenal have to play them away from home. What's your own um, feeling now, Liam? Well, look, Eamon, the, the, you know, the City have a great all-round team. They have uh, strength and depth. Uh, Guardiola can chop and change. Um uh, a load of talent and we've seen down through the years that they're capable of going on an unbeaten run or a winning run not so much an unbeaten run but a winning run where they win 9, 10, 11 games on the trot but yeah. Arsenal Arsenal are showing just lately that they could do that as well you know Yes. Uh, uh, and I don't like to look ahead but um, I will in this case we, we've got Leeds um uh, at home, the next home game, you right. know. Yep. So really, if we play anything like they, they, they've they've been playing in in recent games, uh, you know, they should be able to take care of Leeds, and that puts more more pressure on Manchester City. And let's not forget that City uh, have got Bayern Munich in the Champions League that will yes. be coming up mid month and uh, mid April, and you know. That's that's the holy grail, I think, for Guardiola oh, of course, for City yes. because they haven't won it. So I'm I'm just hoping that they take their eye off the ball or they 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 have so much on their plate they might slip up somewhere and Arsenal and, and do Arsenal a favour. Right. I think this is the best chance that Arsenal are going to have to win the league for a few years. What's happening now with the other clubs? Who's going to buy them? 
how many players are going to be able to be to be uh, bought by the likes of Newcastle, the likes of Manchester United. Yes. Liverpool haven't been in it this year. Chelsea are building a new team. So I think this is the best chance will be for a few years for Arsenal to do it. And and they're handling the pressure. Don't don't forget, a month ago or three three or four games ago, Eamon, uh, they had a bit of a wobble. They lost yes. away to Everton. They lost at home to City. They drew with Brentford. They only took a couple of points out of 10. And uh, uh, it looked like, oh, the bubble's burst. But they've gone and won five, six games on the trot since then. Right. And, and won them well. So... Uh, I thought they were very, very good yesterday. The same players are performing week in, week out. Saka, two goals. Martinelli, Odegaard, Xhaka, who's a man transformed this season. Yes. You know, I, I gave up on that guy two years ago, but he's turned things around. Um, they have a really, really good team and they're playing really good, fast, uh, attacking football and they're putting teams in all sorts of trouble with their passing and their movement, Damon. So, I give them a big, big chance. Uh, eight points is a lot, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. A lot. Well, you, they've only you, got one game in hand, City. Yeah. And uh, um, I, like John, would, would think that, you know, Arsenal have a big chance of doing it this year. Yeah, and I'd be certainly shout, shouting for them because I think Arteta has done a really good job. And you mentioned Xhaka there. John Liam mentioned Xhaka. He scored. Yeah. Uh, he scored against Palace. He also scored a goal. They lost the game against Sporting Lisbon in the Europa League, which is probably no harm to be out of that. But he, he scored a really good goal in that game as well. And as Liam says, the, the disciplinary problems he's had and the shouting at referees and acting a maggot appears to have disappeared. So in, yeah. a, in a man management sense, uh, Arteta's done a good job with this guy. Yeah. As long as he keeps doing it, Eamon, when they get under pressure... Yes, you know, I'm still still a bit wary of him and of Gabriel course, yeah. to do some do do something. I hope they don't for uh, Arteta's sake, uh, but I think it's still in them. But the, the run they've had, they are getting better. There's no doubt, and they're getting more mature about in the matches they're in because they're a young side. I mean, so obviously there's there's a lot to do, but I think they're capable of doing it. Right now, Liam, uh, I, I'll ask both of you, of course. I want to turn to the cup match between Manchester United and Fulham. Fulham were leading 1-0 at one stage and the the coach there has done a remarkable job uh, with them. He's a Portuguese, he's very, very good. And they're 1-0 up and then everything goes awry, uh, she would say. I'll ask you first, Jan. You know, they, they got a, a William, a Brazilian who yeah. played at Chelsea, uh, he he was sent off for uh, handling the ball on the line, yep. and, and then all hell broke loose. Mitrovic, who was a bit of a headbanger anyway, he got mm-hmm. sent off as well. The coach himself yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. w- was sent off, and he's not one of those guys who'd be jumping on referees' backs. He's a calm mm-hmm. uh, and composed uh, man. What did you make of it, John? First of all, he, he wasn't composed on Saturday, Eamon. Right. He, 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 he lost the head totally. Yeah. 
William. Marco Silva is his name. He was he was at yes. Watford and he got them into the Premier League and they sacked him. They sack everybody who gets them into the Premier League. Then he unfortunately went to Wolves and lasted. He went to Everton, I, I think. Rather, I meant to say Everton uh, okay. and it didn't go work out too well. But he's done a really good job with this Fulham team, getting them into the Premier League mm. and the way they're playing in the Premier League. Yeah, very good. Actually, they were on top when the red car came about. Yeah. And the, the, obviously the whole thing changed. He was sent off, Mitrovic was sent off, William was sent off. Uh, and it, it went back to the to, to uh, William's, the penalty situation, I mean. Now, I don't think he meant to handle the ball uh, in that situation, but but I've, I've often spoken about it to you, maybe to him yes. over the years in this situation. I think it's too harsh for the likes of William to get a, a red card sent off and a penalty. Yeah, I've always thought over the years. I think it's too it's too uh, uh, hard that I think if they're in the situation you're in that I think that if if the penalty kick is scored, I think he should be allowed back on the pitch. Yes, so because they've right. got the the penalty has been the the bill has been paid. Yes, yeah. I think it's too severe for them to score the penalty and being sent off at the same time. That's that's my take on it. But they did lose the head, Eamon. Mitrovic, uh, like, uh, nearly choked the, 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 the referee, in my opinion. Yeah. And Silva did come off the line. They made too much of it. I know it was a bad decision or it was a difficult decision for them because I thought they were look, they looked like they could win the game at that particular stage. I thought they were the better team. But you can't lose the head, Eamon. The way, the way that the, the, the two of those did and willing to be, willing to be red carded. And I was just reading this morning that uh, the referee had Marco Silva and his team have had the referee in the last few weeks. Yeah, he mentioned and some that. really bad decisions went against them. So I think they lost. Uh, they did lose the head. There's no doubt. Now there was, there was. It was very difficult for them uh, because I don't think it, it was. Uh, well, it was. It might have been a, a penalty. But I thought it was very harsh. But they did lose the head, and Manchester United took advantage of it, Eamon, from right. then on. Yeah, the referee's name is Chris Kavanagh, and I he did name check him. Actually, I watched on television, and Marco Silva did name check him. They've had him several mm. several times this year, and hasn't worked out very well. Liam, uh, your take on, on on first of all on John's idea, which I think is a good idea. It's a kind of original thinking that makes sense, and yet it never happens in soccer. Well, it was harsh, wasn't it, Eamon? The, the yeah. fact that the, the Man United scored a penalty and Fulham are down to 10. Yeah. But the rules are the rules, you know, unless you yeah. change the rules, uh, the referee faces no option. I, I disagree with John. I thought it was the deliberate handball. I thought he stuck out his elbow uh, when Sancho hit, struck, struck, the, struck the ball at goal. Um and Silva got involved with the referee before he even made the decision. He was only looking at the monitor when Silva went over to right. him and started to remonstrate with him. Maybe, as John said, it's because there's a bit of history there. But that was silly, you know. Yes. And he sent him off. You know, he shouldn't. I think the rule is you don't go near the referee when he's looking yeah. at the monitor. Proper order, you know? yeah. yeah. So, so he's off. He's off straight away. William knows he's going off. He's pointing at his chest saying the ball hit him on the chest, which... You know, quite obviously didn't. Um, and uh, the other fellow, as you said, is a, is a headbanger. You know, he, yeah. he, he he could get sent off, you know, three <laughs> or four times a season, Eamon, with, yeah. with uh, arguing with referees. Uh, and uh, I thought the referee was spot on. You know, gave him a red card. He came over, started pushing him. 
bang, you're off, you know. So Fulham had 90 seconds of madness, yes. yeah, you know, from, from the, and the manager began with it, you know. How can that Marco Silva have a go at Mitrovic for his behavior when he's behaved like that? Right. You know, uh, yeah. it just, it's, it's, they were on top. I have to say that Manchester United are getting away with a few things lately, I mean, I say, yes. they're not, they're not playing very well, not, particularly no. in defense. And they seem to have to go a goal behind before they wake up. So um, it's a little bit worrying if you were a Manchester United fan whether they can get over the season with you know finishing in the top four or maybe winning the FA Cup and things like that. Uh, I'd be I'd be looking at that Manchester United saying Manchester United team saying well they're not not anywhere good enough to win the league. Oh no, no, they're not. I'm, I'm not talking about this season. I'm talking about no, maybe next season, Eamon. Unless, yeah, no, unless they get better players in. Absolutely. I mean that Veghurst is still there, and no, I, I totally agree with you. Um, just want to ask both of you now. I want to return to this. I get the feeling, uh, John, that when I'm watching football now, the ref, the refereeing. The tackling situation, what they're allowing, the VAR and all that, that it, it is a mess. Every game you watch almost, uh, you're seeing decisions that are stupid and make no sense. And it's actually ruining the game. I, I mean, I, I know we, we were all, I think, in favor of VAR. Didi was the one who was against it, but I, football's becoming very, very, everyone's diving. Everyone's diving all the time. I'm not going to use the F word there. There's too much diving, too many bad referees. VAR isn't working properly. It's it, it is materially affecting the game, John. I I would argue. Well, it is. Well, it is. But but I mean, the, the, the issue on Saturday following Manchester United wasn't VAR at all. No, I know. This, know. On this occasion, it wasn't. But I think it's driving... Well, on lots of occasions. I mean, VAR, has, VAR is, is, a, is a thing that should be done properly. It hasn't been done properly. But I think there's lots of things happening in the game, apart from our VAR. I mean, yeah. it hasn't, I must say, it hasn't worked in, in the way that it should be should be working. But there's, but there's more, lots of other things involved in it that make, it's making it very difficult for referees or referees making it difficult for themselves. I mean, the full of Manchester thing on Saturday, this was a, a, a red card to Willian. Mitrovic is sent off. The, ma- the manager is sent off. It's all, o- it's all over the place. And you see players going down and now is another part of the game. Yes. Like, if you brush up against them, they don't hold in their face. They want to get yep. somebody sent off. They want a penalty. It's all that carry on at the moment, at the moment, which is, which is, which it's is, down it's to the players, to, you're to saying, watch. and it's down to the hmm? coaches. It's down to the players and the coaches not behaving themselves. Well, a lot of it is, Amy. Yes, right. a lot of it is to behave properly. I mean, you see players, every time I see a match now, somebody runs by somebody, gives him a little elbow. He's down on the ground, wants to get <laughs> the game stopped, and yeah. all that carry on. And most of the time, in my, my, my experience in football, you, you, very, very, very few players went to the ground, Eamon. Yes. And got them a game stop for something on, unless they were injured. Yeah. No, I, I, right. I, you see them going now, they're holding their head, they're holding, and then before you know it, they get a bit of treatment and they're up running around again. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous, boss. And it doesn't make it easier for the referees. They have a difficult, difficult enough job anyway. Liam, just to go to you on this. I played the game for 17 years at a lower level than you guys, but still in the championship uh, for a good team. I don't recognize the game now at all. 
from the player's behaviour to the hopelessness of the referees and to the malfunction of VAR. And it really, really upsets me and surprises me. I would say, Eamon, you have a selective memory uh, because um, the game is covered now by cameras and you know if you were playing for Millwall yeah now you there'd be there'd be cameras at your match they'd be shown the yeah. highlights they'd be shown the goals they'd be shown referees bad decisions so the referees are really you know uh, scrutinized far yes. more than yes than, you know the referees I, except were, that were no better in our day Eamon, than they are today you know hang right. on a minute you know some of them couldn't even run around the pitch, you know, when <laughs> when we were playing, you know, and you get these egos that some of them had, like Clive Thomas and people like that. You know, the, the, these referees are, are under scrutiny now, okay? And they have a difficult enough job. And I think VAR has made it better for them. Right. You know, like, for example, if a player goes down holding his face, they have a look at the camera. He's, he's not been hit in the face at all. Yeah. And he can get a yellow card. I think that... I think VAR has, has helped the game enormously. Well, never okay. mind. You know, I've said to you before that John and I played for the Irish international team when the referees were, were bent that yes. we, we, were, we were up against. You yes. know, yes. There's no more of that going on because of VAR. Right. Uh, so I think the game has progressed and I think your memory is just being a bit selective, Eamon. Okay. Um, then that's fair enough. Um, and you probably are right. But at least... Uh, you've put me right now, and I'll... No, I think we, I, we beg to disagree, Eamon. Of course, disagree. and thank God we can disagree <laughs> and, and have a bit of fun over it. John and Liam, both of you. Uh, Antonio Conti is someone I think we've all, we all respect. Uh, respect his achievements. He was a very good player. Uh, he's been a wonderful coach for Italy and, and in it, in Italy with, uh, Juve, I think it was. Well, Liam will tell us all of that. He went on a rant after the game, after Spurs game uh, at Southampton when they gave up a two goal lead late on. It was the most yeah. extraordinary thing. Now, I spoke to Liam briefly about it yesterday. John, what did you make of it? Well, it, it, it looked to me, I mean, a classic rant to get away. Right. Yeah. I, think I can't see it as anything else. I mean, he said, "Well, he said one of the things was selfish team lacked heart." Yes. You know, like, like, and he said worse things as well in the in, in the comment. I yeah. can't see how, as a manager, he can go back to those players. Yes. And get them to play for him again. Right. You know, this was very public. It was very, very harsh. Uh, uh, you know, I, I was amazed actually reading it that yes. somebody like him. Would 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 lose it so badly, yes, uh, and not ex not ex and expect maybe to make it up with the players or whoever the people he was dealing with. I I think he's gone too far. I don't think the players can go back on that. That's right. my opinion on it. I think Liam maybe shares that. Liam, what do you make of that? You know Conte, you know his character, his form. Um, he's been around the game for a long time as a player for Italy and as a coach. What did you make of the of the the first part of it? I I kind of got, but then he, he kind of I thought I thought he lost it. It was I thought he was being genuine. 
well, I, I, I was gobsmacked, Damon. I yeah. really was. You know, I couldn't believe what I, what, what I was watching. You know, he was having to go everywhere. At the club? He didn't, and the players. At the club, yeah. You know, he's come out today, apparently, and said, like, he was having to go at the players. He wasn't having to go at the hierarchy at the club. Uh, but that wasn't the case. You know, he yeah. was saying it's been 30 years since they were, 20 years since they've they won anything, and what? What's that? Is that uh, all the managers' fault? No, it's not. You know, people have to take a look at themselves uh, in the boardroom and so forth, and the owner and so forth. You know, I think he was. I think he was having. I think he lost his his, his mind. To be quite honest, you know, yeah. he has been successful everywhere he's been. I mean, Juventus, yes. Inter Milan, Chelsea. Even at Chelsea, he fell out with. Um, he fell out with uh, yes. Abramovich in the end, but most people did. But. Um, I, you know, I couldn't believe he had to go absolutely everybody, and he didn't take any responsibility himself at all. He he made he made substitutions towards the end of the match. Who knows? They might have cost Spurs yeah. three points. Uh, he didn't. He never referred to that. He never referred to not playing Harry Kane a few weeks ago in the FA Cup when Tottenham were trying to chase a trophy that they haven't yes. won for many many years. He dropped his best player. Yeah. He didn't drop him. He rested him. Yeah, but no responsibility from him at all. No, I think he wants out. I think he's. I think he's. He's had a hard time of it this year. He lost one of his best mates uh, to cancer, who was working at Spurs, yes. and uh, he's and been he's ill, ill himself. himself yes. himself, and then his family are living in Italy, and he's living in London. I think he's he's affected his mental state, to be quite honest. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's a parting of the ways before the end of the season. But I think he's only got three months on his contract to go. Right. So, it's watch this space. It's 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 compelling viewing anyway, I tell you <laughs> that. And as John says, how is he going to feel going into the dressing room and huh? saying, you know, what he's, what he said about his players? Yeah. He, he, he more or less accused them of being failures and they'll never win anything. Yeah. There's just one last thing, uh, Evan Ferguson. I know you think highly of him, Liam. He's playing for your local team, uh, Brighton. He scored seven goals this year. He scored two goals at the weekend in a very good six. But we will be uh, previewing well, the just Let me just say, um, yes. you know, he's, he's playing really, really well. And it's a great thing for Stephen Kenny to have a player yes. of that ability coming into the side. Yes. And he'd probably play against Latvia uh, in the match coming up next week. And we're all looking forward to seeing him in a senior Irish short. Yeah, it's a great, it's exciting. Uh, it reminds me, Liam, of when you first played. Uh, people are making that comparison, which is a heavy burden for the lads to carry. John and Liam, thank you both very much. We will uh, be uh, reviewing the Ireland game against Latvia and looking at the game against France as well, previewing that. Uh, and we will talk at length about the young Irish players, particularly uh, this young man who scored seven goals for Brighton and shows all the signs of being a top-class player. But that's all we have time for now. Thanks to John and Liam. Thanks to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.